The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. And Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And I am fired up for today because Stevie and I came off unbelievable weeks in week seven in the NFL Boy, oh boy, did we, especially me, need that. I was up nine units. Steve, you were up 10 units. It was amazing. Check us out on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. I'm the former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, bunch of podcasts and broadcasting gigs now. He's the two-time winner of the Super Contest at the Westgate, and we have a terrific track record over the last six years doing this show, Steve. No doubt about it. And I always warn people that past performance is no guarantee of future success. However, it is certainly correlated with it. Let's keep it going. Love it. Uh, Hopefully we can do that. It is so fun when you're watching these games and all of your bets come through. So, so fun. Uh, For the year, by the way, I am now at minus one unit. You're up to plus 23, Steve, having a terrific season. Um, Again, please spread the word about this show to other people. And you can check it out on social media, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Look, I know there's a lot of options out there. And I know some of the guys, I'm sure they're funnier than I am. How about just listening to the podcast that wins? How about that? How about listening to the one that wins? Let's get to Thursday night, Steve. It was the Browns and the Broncos, and you had under 21 in the first half for two units. I forget what the final, the the halftime score was, but final score was only 31 points. So I'm, what was it like, 7 7, 10 7? Amazingly, I'm drawing a blank on it. I'm like a goldfish. I don't remember things that happened a week ago, Ross. At any rate, you won. You got your two units. I had the Broncos getting three and a half. They lost by three. It was an amazing thing. I was watching my main man, Dearness Johnson, run out the clock so they could take a knee. I love you, 
Dearness Johnson. Love that dude. Needed him to run out the clock so they didn't kick a field goal like the Rams did to me on that Thursday night game against the Seahawks a few weeks ago. Maybe it's That's- not Chubb and Hunt. Maybe it's just the O-line, right? O-line is very good. It's a good point. O-line is very good. Packers-Washington, we both leaned to the Packers. Uh, you could argue we should have taken them because they won. Um, they were laying nine and a half. They won by 14, although the Washington football team screwed that up about a million. Different. That was actually like an almost like evenly played game. Green Bay should not have won by 14. Yeah, phony final. Washington could have won the game. So um, I'm happy we didn't bet Green Bay, even though that they did indeed get it done on the scoreboard. Patriots against the Jets. Now, I teased the Patriots from minus six and a half to minus half a point, as did you, Steve. So my two-team teasers, uh, I only had one, a two-unit teaser, two-team teaser, Patriots-Dolphins. That's what you had as well. Patriots down to half a point. Dolphins up to plus eight and a half. It was a best bet for us, Steve. It came through. You also, not only did you tease the Patriots down, you also laid the six and a half. Steve, they won by 41 points. Bill Belichick clearly despises the New York Jets. Yeah, and it's interesting because there were some respected handicappers on the other side and, well, you'll have to ask them, long-term winners, not so much in the short term, because you, you nailed it. Anyone watching that game, uh, Belichick just went for the throat and just kept throwing and wanted to bury the Jets again, and he did. Yeah, he really wanted to try to embarrass them. Bengals-Ravens. I leaned to the Bengals getting the six. Boy, I wish that had been more than a lean. The Bengals, Steve, dare I say, are for real. They win 41-17, getting six points. Where? How many wins, how many points above an average team are they? Yeah, I got the Bengals. You know, I just updated my power ratings. One second. I'm probably still too conservative. I've got Cincinnati two points better than an average team. I know that sounds light, but um, I've certainly upgraded them a lot. This is the question. If you ask the experts like at Football Outsiders and some of the other places, they'll tell you we're only seven games in. This year's results should only count about 50% of their ratings versus expectations starting the year. Well, if you're going to weight it more towards just this year's results, and maybe you should, then the Bengals are clearly much better than that two points. I'm much more in a, I'm about a two-thirds, one-third. Two-thirds being this year's results, one-third preseason expectations. Bengals were only supposed to win six and a half games. Yeah, I would be at two thirds or or higher at this point. I mean, at last year or preseason expectations doesn't mean a whole lot to me now. What about Steve? The next game, it was the Titans and the Chiefs. We both put two units on the Titans getting five and a half. They murdered the Chiefs, 27-3. to It was never close. The point spread tax is still there with the Chiefs, Steve. Yeah, no doubt about it. And remember the Chiefs when they were winning all those games and not covering at the end of last year. Well, now they're losing those games. And I could argue that they've gotten somewhat unlucky with the turnovers. They had a lot of turnover-worthy plays that 
the opponents just dropped the interceptions, et cetera. But this year, the ball has bounced poorly for the Chiefs. They have no defense. And when the offense doesn't show up, they're horrible. They're a terrible team. We'll see. Will the Chiefs make the playoffs? They're currently a small underdog. I'm not really sure what to do with that. I do think the offense is going to be A-OK. I don't feel that they just magically figured out Mahomes with two safeties. We'll see. Steve, uh, you had a great week on the under first half bets, including Panthers Giants under 21 and a half. Neither one of those teams could score to save their life for a while. Giants end up winning 25 to three. You love the first half unders. I do because it eliminates the nonsense, the silliness that can happen when it's 13 to three at, at the end of the first half. And then the team has to come from behind and you start seeing things like, well, look at Geno Smith last night where and his final pass of the game, which should have been a pick six. Those are the sort of plays that happen in the second half, but typically not in the first half. Interesting. So it's not about like a comeback. It's about end of the game nonsense. Well, it's about it's like a soccer game where if, when a soccer team gets down one nothing or two nothing with 10 minutes to play, it's not unusual that boom, you suddenly get a goal or two in the final 10 minutes in a dead not under game because the, the team that's down is desperate and a bad offensive team that's desperate is just a pick six ready to happen. Interesting. Okay. That makes a good point. Let's go to Dolphins Falcons. Already mentioned we both teased them up to plus eight and a half. Tua came through for us with the four touchdown passes. They lost the game, but they only lost by two. Then we get to the Lions and the Rams. I lean to the Lions getting the 14 and a half. You did not have a play on the game. Uh, the Lions ended up losing by nine as Dan Campbell. I mean, think about that, Steve. He he stole three possessions and still lost by nine. Two fake punts and an onside kick. That is brutal. No doubt about it. And it, it shows the aggressiveness pays off. It, it was the only way the Lions are going to win that game. Kudos to Campbell and what he did. You know, I, I love the fact he had a fake punt. The punter, uh, you know, the receiver isn't open. So clearly the punter's supposed to kick at that point. Nah, he still throws it. You know, back shoulder, wants to be a quarterback. So haven't ever seen that before, Ross, where a punter, I've always seen, oh, seen the punter fake it and throw it to a wide open receiver. Never to a guy that's blanketed. Yeah, that was interesting. That that was really interesting. You don't see that very often. Um, but I, I love Dan Campbell going for the gusto, even if it didn't really work out that well. I also love, absolutely love, overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. Next up, Steve, we had the Eagles and the Raiders. We both leaned Eagles. Good thing that's all it was. They got taken to the woodshed by the Raiders. Then Texans, Cardinals, I lean Texans getting the 17 and a half points and they're up five, nothing in the second quarter and still end up getting shellacked 
Then we go Bears, Bucks. My only loss of the week. You leaned Bears. I put a unit on only one, getting 12 and a half. The Bears lost 38 to three. I was really surprised by that. Yeah, boom. I moved Tampa Bay up to not just my number one team in the NFL, but seven and a half points better than average team. So I bumped them a point and a half. That is the highest Tampa Bay has been in my power ratings the last two years. They are the clear cut number one team in the NFL. It's not close. Why? Why? Well, they, they By the end of the year last year, they were the best team. And what have they done this year to make us doubt them? I mean, they're clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, I guess so. Certainly in that game. Not close, he says. Interesting. What about the Arizona Cardinals? You ever heard of them? They're still playing football? Uh, I got them number three, Ross. I got them six points better. And that's back to our question of how much do I weight this year's results? Because Arizona's been as good, if not better, than Tampa Bay but I still have to look at the preseason expectations where Arizona was supposed to be a 500 team. A third of that is still in my ratings. Colts, Niners. I put two units on the Colts getting the three and a half. They win the football game outright 30 to 18. You put one unit on the under, Steve. That did not hit. The total was 44. It went to 48 on the uh, Xavier Rhodes interception late, which hurt you. And then you had Colts, Niners, first half under 22. You lost there too. So you took the under first half and the full game under because of the weather, and it came back to bite you, Steve. Oh, the weather unders were a disaster. Um, bomb, cyclone, didn't matter. Um, teams got there, so that was um... – that's been historically very profitable for me, was not last week. All right, so Seahawks, Saints. Seahawks were getting five. I like the Seahawks getting the points, two units. They came through for me. Man, getting the points was awesome for me this week. You had the under 21 and a half in the first half. That was a good call. They barely even went over 21 and a half for the whole game with the final score being 13 to 10. So, again, for the week, Steve was up 10 units. I was up nine units. I'm down one for the season. Steve is up 23 for the season. We were 2-0 and on our best bets, which we really needed. That puts us at 10-7-1 on our best bets for the season, a strike rate of 56%. We shall start, Steve. With Thursday night football, it is the Packers, it's the Cardinals. But before we dive into that, should be noted, PicksWise is the number one free app for football picks, odds, and analysis. Find expert picks for every game all season long, loaded with best bets, props, and parlays. You can find in-depth game predictions giving you the who, the how, and the why behind every prediction, all for free. Found your pick? Search our latest DraftKings promotions to sign up for an account and place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Right now, Steve, Devontae Adams on the COVID list. The Packers D coordinator on the COVID list. Packers are getting six points. What are you doing? I am going to do a prop on this bet. 
I am going to go to DraftKings. They already have their prop bets up. I'm playing Murray. Past yards over 258.5. I love this bet, Ross. You look at the Green Bay defense. Who have they played? Cupcake City. Backup quarterbacks for the Bears, for Washington, etc. The only good quarterback they played is Joe Burrow. And Burrow only got 22 points. Well, that's because the idiot kicker kept missing all the field goals. Murray and all those receivers are going to have a field day against this Green Bay secondary. Their edge rushers are missing in action. So Murray over 258 and a half pass yards, two units. Wow. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm going to, I guess on some level, go the other way. I'm going to take the Packers getting the six points for one unit. I think I saw something where they're like 5-0 and or 6-0 and last couple of years, undefeated without Devontae Adams. So I don't know what that stat means. I don't know who they played in all those games. I know this. If you're going to give me Aaron Rodgers and six points, I'll take six points with Aaron Rodgers and his ability to keep the game close. So just one unit with the Packers getting six points. Let's move on to the Bengals. This game is now up to 10. Bengals laying 10 at the New York Jets, Steve. It's a total of 43. Wow. And money on the Bengals and obviously against the Jets. You know, 10 feels a little steep to me. Um, If I had to bet it, I would take the Jets. But you know what? My power ratings, actually my pure power ratings, make it 11. So it does seem like a, a good spot for the Jets off a blowout loss. But you know what? It's always a good spot for the Jets, seemingly every week. And all this team does is lose and not cover. I'll pass. Yeah, I got to pass. When it was less than 10, I would have leaned to the Bengals. Now I guess I'd lean to the Jets. But Bengals looking like a really good, mature team right now. The Jets, not so much. No Zach Wilson. By the way, Steve, before I forget, evidently Devontae Adams moved the line three points. Is that right? Yeah, one from three and a half to six, two and a half points. You know, I've got him worth the point and a half. He's he's an elite wide receiver. So it looks like the market has overreacted to that movement. And that could well be why the Packers have been so good without him is that, hey, Michael Jordan can be fantastic. But if the market values him as being worth more than six points, maybe there's value then betting whenever Michael Jordan was out. So it's all about market expectations versus reality i know like as an example alan iverson was a guy that the market would always way overreact when he was out of the lineup thinking he was more valuable than he was interestingly steve uh while we're talking about this game it just went to the Bengals 10 and a half on DraftKings sportsbook so maybe somebody has bugged your office or my office from DraftKings. literally just went from 10 to 10 and a half while we're talking how about the dolphins getting 14 points against the buffalo bills with a total of 49 it's a lot of points steve that is a lot of points and you know what 35 nothing revenge in a divisional blowout uh two will actually look pretty good last week you know but buffalo's off of a bye buffalo historically has had good success against miami as they did the first meeting this year i'll lean miami Lean Miami for me as well. Tua's actually played pretty well the last two games, except for three horrible interceptions, which is like saying, other than that, how was the movie, Mrs. Lincoln? But 
Um, is that the expression? Is that the expression? Did I, did I get so that right? Is. Got it. Okay. Um, Titans, Colts. The Colts are getting one and a half, and the total is 50. I'm a believer in the Colts team and what I've seen. They're playing at home. I'm going to tease them up from one and a half to seven and a half, and I'm going to pair them with the Minnesota Vikings, who are getting two and a half with the Cowboys. I'll tease the Vikings up to eight and a half. Two units, two team teaser, six points. Colts up to seven and a half. Vikings up to eight and a half, Steve. Well, I'm proud of you, Ross, because we've been doing this together for years now, and you have become quite the accomplished better. I must say, this is the obvious. They call them long teasers, tease through the three and through the seven. And what I love about this, you're teasing against two what has become ultra public teams in Tennessee. How could they not be public after beating both those great teams in the AFC at home? And we're teasing against the Cowboys, America's team. It makes so much sense. This is a three-unit best bet teaser for me and a best bet. Not the best bet. So two things. One, Brian, our producer from the Peanut Gallery, says there were no movies in 1865. It was a play, not a movie. So you don't say, how was the movie, Mrs. Lincoln? You say, how was the play? So thank you, Brian. At least we know Brian's paying attention behind the scenes, number one. Number two, if you're going three units, I'm going three units. We're in this thing together. Three units, best bet, on the Colts and the Vikings. We go big together. Now, this next game's interesting, Steve, because the Rams are laying 14 of the Texans. I got to tell you, and the total is 47 and a half. Something doesn't sit right with me that this is the same line as the Dolphins' bills. Like, this almost makes me want to put a unit or two on the Dolphins. It should not be the same line as the Dolphins' bills. I hear what you're saying, uh, but the game, of course, is in Houston. So that's a four-point flip around, you know, for two for a home field at each one of these games. I tell you, these Texans, Mills, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I like playing big dogs, and I don't like the fact that the Rams – Got surprised last week, and you saw McVeigh on the sideline. You see him, Ross, at the end of the first quarter, and he's, he was almost like a professional wrestling bout where, like, you've got, like, some Barry Horowitz against some, like, con- contending guy, and it's supposed to be a jobber match, and the dude is struggling. The favorite is, is – and he's just like, calm down. Calm down. I'll put this guy away. It's all right. He's talking to his manager. That's how McVeigh was. Like, everybody calm. Well, they might not be calm this week. They might be looking to kick some ass. I will lean to the favorite. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll lean to the Rams as well in this one. Uh, although, if I find out Tyrod Taylor's playing, uh, that would change things. What about the Eagles laying three and a half points in Detroit? Wowza. Um I did not like what I saw from the Eagles at all in Vegas. Detroit is hungry for a win. You know, I like a winless team that's motivated for the, their coach. Detroit, I think they can get their win this week, plus three and a half, two units. Agree with everything you just said. The Lions are not going to go winless. And if you look at their schedule, this is maybe their best chance to get a win. 
Eagles are not in a good way right now, and you're going to give me more than a field goal? Two units on the Detroit Lions getting three and a half. It's a best bet. The best bet. What about the Steelers and the Browns? Earlier, the Steelers were getting four. Now the Steelers are getting three and a half in Cleveland, total of 42. Yeah, so is Baker going to play? If he plays, is he going to be able to function? You know, pure power rating has all the value with Cleveland in this game. Pittsburgh is off the bye, so an advantage there. But, you know, mitigating it, Cleveland's got their mini bye because they played Thursday. So add it all up, I'll lean. Lean with Cleveland at three and a half. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Um, I, I I think the Browns, they were barely able to beat the Broncos. I think the Steelers coming off the bye will be ready to rock and roll. I don't think Baker Mayfield plays. I think it's Case Keenum. I'll take those three and a half points with the Pittsburgh Steelers, two units. Let's get to the Bears and the Niners. The Bears are getting three and a half points from the Niners at home, Steve. Total is less than 40, 39 and a half. Yeah, this one's going to be a real ugly one. You know, let's, let's go to the first half because I don't see these teams scoring. And, yep, we've got a 20, looks like 20 across the board. First half, under 20 in this game. Fields, after all these mistakes, is going to be ultra conservative. First half, under 20, two units. This is a tough one for me. Um, both these teams did not look good this past week. I'll take the three and a half with Chicago, but only one unit because of how putrid they were against the Bucs. One unit, Bears, getting the three and a half. Wow, what a difference a few weeks makes. The Panthers are getting three points from the Falcons, Steve. Total of 45 and a half. Yeah, the Panthers, the wheels have clearly fallen off. You know, Rule, we all thought highly of him as a coach, but um, is it no C-Mac? Is it Sam Darnold? It doesn't look like Darnold if you look at what P.J. Tucker did when he came in and he was awful. Um, I would lean actually with Atlanta here. I, um, I'm jettisoning any Carolina hope the rest of the year. I just don't think they have it. Lean Atlanta. I like what I'm seeing from the Atlanta Falcons. It's kind of hard to believe they're three and three and they lost at home to the Eagles in Washington. I mean, the Falcons could be five and one if they just took care of business in those two games. I like what I'm seeing from them. I like better visibility, period, which is why I love AutoZone because from November 1st to November 7th, they've got exclusive deals during AutoZone visibility week. It's no-brainer. First, you got to start by getting in the AutoZone Rewards Program. They literally give you a $5 bonus reward just for joining. Then you get the $10 bonus reward when you buy two Rain-X Quantum Wiper Blades. Then you get the $25 bonus reward when you buy a Sylvania LED Fog Twin Pack. Get them. Take advantage of the rewards. Why not? Ready to see more and drive safer? Visit your nearest AutoZone. Or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. There you go, Steve. I love it. Team player. I got nothing else for this game. Uh, I don't even really have a lean. I guess I'd lean Atlanta laying the three. Patriots Chargers. Interesting. 
You've got the Chargers laying five and a half at home against your boy Bill Belichick, Steve. So I got the Chargers three points better than the Patriots. How much for home field do we give the San Diego Nomads? I don't know. Maybe one and a quarter. That only gets us to four and a quarter. So we'll lean with the underdog here catching the generous five and a half. Um, but I tell you this, Herbert's really good. And the Chargers are going to finish with 10 wins. So they're going to win this game. So the margin for error is slight. That's why just a lean Patriots. I'll lean Chargers. Patriots have been pretty consistent. But I just I call it a feeling in this one. The Patriots' three wins are still two over Zach Wilson, one over Davis Mills. Let's get to the Jags getting three and a half in Seattle, total of 43. Boy, three and a half sure looks generous, doesn't it, against a Seattle team. Sometimes, you know, the analysis can be this simple. They can't score. Even though they have two great wide receivers, they don't throw to them. Makes no sense at all. Um, you know what? I I'm not, I refuse to do it. Urban Meyer, I don't want to bet on that dude. I'm just leaning Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Jags. Momentum, maybe even win two in a row. The Seahawks realize it's over for them. They're not going to the playoffs. Who knows when Russell Wilson comes back. I think this is a toss-up game. Give me those three and a half points. Two units, Jacksonville Jaguars. What about the Bucks laying five on the road in New Orleans, total of 50? Yeah, I like that New Orleans is getting super healthy. I think New Orleans could have won that game against Seattle by a whole lot more if they don't hit that bomb to DK Metcalf to start the game that really helps set Seattle up in a nice place most of the game. I think New Orleans, this is the type of game, you know, Tampa Bay is going to go 13 and three. They're going to lose, I'm sorry, 14 and three. They're going to lose a couple more games. Well, this is probably the type of game they can lose. New Orleans in the outright upset, two units plus the points. Wow. Interesting. Okay. I don't see it, but um, I like when you, I like when you go bold. I will just lean to the Bucks, laying the five. You just said they're by far the best team. Let's go to Washington getting three in Denver. Totals 43 and a half, Steve. Yeah, and I like what I saw from Washington. They played very well against Green Bay. They won the stats, as you mentioned. Don't like anything I'm seeing from Denver. Washington plus three, two units. Interesting. Yeah, I can't do it. Um, Heineke's going to Heineke. Uh, I'll just lean Washington getting the three points. Can't do it. Uh, Cowboys, Vikings, I already teased. We already teased three units. The Vikings up to eight and a half, pairing it with the Colts. They're getting two and a half. The total's 55. Anything else on this game, Steve? Yeah, since the favorites have been doing very well in select games, especially the public teams, Cowboys still haven't lost against the spread. If the public wants to take their chips and shove with those chips and lay that two and a half and knock it up to three, I will add, I will supplement my teaser bet on the Vikings with a plus three, but kind of a pro secret here. Pros never bet plus two and a halves early in the week when their team's playing a public team because they know there's a really good chance they could get three later in the week. And what are you risking? You should never bet plus two and a half. Worst case scenario, this line drops a little. Plus two and a half, plus one and a half, almost the same thing. Plus three, so much more valuable. We wait. We're patient with the Vikings. Interesting. 
Um, all right. I like you on the Vikings. I'm with you. Um, last but not least, it's Monday Night Football. It is the Chiefs hosting the Giants. The Chiefs are laying 10, Steve. Total 51 and a half. And I went to my power ratings. I have Kansas City two points still better than an average team. Maybe that's crazy. I obviously have downgraded them significantly. Given that rating and the Giants rating, I make this game 10. The spread is 10. I'll dig into props later in the week. I've got nothing on this game. Give me one unit on the New York Giants getting 10. They just won a game 25-3. to They're feeling pretty good. The Chiefs have not been good. 10 points is a lot. One unit on the G-Man. That'll do it. Follow that man on social media, at Fezzik Sports, so you always know what he's up to. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. This show is available on YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL as well. And you can always get any of the bets we made, patreon.com slash RT Media. Become a patron. You get our private Slack channel. And our boy Grades does all of our grading. You can see it in black and white. It's right there for you. I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 